Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast where we are continuing our 1% Better podcast series. It was super fun. I got great feedback last week, and I'm so glad to bring you this this week's episode where we're talking about making your HACCP plan 1% better. That's it. Just 1% better. Food Safety University. I'm Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele, and this is the one podcast where you can get everything you need to know about food safety and how to run a food manufacturing plant for all of those small and local food manufacturers. If you are into local and sustainable food and agriculture, this is the podcast for you. Every week we cover new and original ideas around how to get the most out of your HACCP planning and how to get your plant up and running and continue running in a way that fills your dreams. So grab a pen and paper because every week you're going to need it. See you on the inside. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to be continuing our 1% Better series. And today we're talking about getting 1% better at your HACCP plan. Uh, This also includes getting 1% better at your preventive controls plan, if that's what you have. And this is really important because, guys, like your food safety plan, your hazards-based food safety plan, is a living document. So what does it mean to get 1% better at it? And how do you know whether or not that's what you're doing? Those are all the things that we are, we are covering today because I find with most of my clients that it's incredibly important for them to know that they're improving. Okay. Sometimes some of this can feel Oh, not only overwhelming, but like there's no end in sight. And there's, I mean, you know, there's a great book out there by Simon Sinek. Okay, who's like, he's the author of Leaders Eat Last. And he writes, if you're not following him on LinkedIn, or you're not following me on LinkedIn, you should one, do both of those things. And two, he uh, wrote a book called The Infinite Game. And... The idea is, is that there are things that we do in our lives that are never going to be finished. And it is the prospect of assuming, or it, not the prospect, but it's the assuming that something is going to be finished that leads to a lot of misery. All right. The concept of getting 1% better simply means that you're just acknowledging that there are things that are never really going to be finished. Most of the things that we do as professionals are not discreet. And HACCP planning is no different. Yeah, there are 12 steps of HACCP. We're going to go through how to get 1% better at all of, you, of all of that today. But the truth of the matter is, is that you can get 1% better today and still backslide tomorrow and you'll undo all of that progress and more unfortunately but a lot of the times that happens because it feels so freaking overwhelming and never-ending and what this podcast series is designed to do is to help you understand that the game 
is finding the joy in the process. So, okay. As somebody who has lost a significant amount of weight while working in the food industry, I might tell you, uh, <clears throat> finding the joy in the process of understanding myself to lose almost 100 pounds is what motivates me to keep going. Finding the joy in the process of building Food Safety University to be the world-changing product that it is brings me a ton of joy and the goal every day with that and why I'm doing the podcast series is to help communicate how to make things 1% better because one of the easiest ways <clears throat> to get 1% better at things um, is to recognize how you are doing them now and one of the easiest ways to recognize how you are doing something now is to teach somebody how to do it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and so as we look at this uh, podcast series on getting 1% better at everything, one of the easiest ways to measure your progress is to try and teach somebody what you are doing and how to become 1% better will become immediately obvious, <laughs> okay? And for everything else where it's like not immediately obvious, that's why we have coaching, all right? So if you are interested in that, of course, come check us out at Food Safety University, book a call, let's talk, and let's get you into Food Safety University so that you can have a space where you know not only how to get better, but who you are as you are building your company so that how you're getting 1% better is lasting change. Wouldn't that be amazing? Because when we look at getting 1% better, the reason we break it down so damn far is because that's what allows for lasting change. If you just have to make one really, really, really small step, it makes the change all easier. And we as human beings resist change. We, our brains really, really, really resist change. And it's a concept called neophobia, all right? Neo being new and phobia meaning fear. It is exhibited in all mammals and it is a characteristic of the lower parts of our brain and our brainstem. And what that means is, is that we've got to recognize how that stops us. And when you're working on getting 1% better, it's a little easier to see it, okay? It's a little easier to see how you stop yourself. Um, okay, so now what does that mean for HACCP planning? Well, it means a couple of things. It means, you know, taking a look at your HACCP plan on a regular basis, which I, I mean, legally, if you're, uh, if you have a HACCP or a preventive controls plan, you're legally required to look at it every year. <laughs> you may not have to rewrite it every year, but you're definitely required to re-sign it in every year. Okay, so then, the, then what do you do when you're looking at it? Now, I have plenty of podcasts on how to do observations and how to do audits and all of that sort of stuff. And so I, those are definitely part of getting 1% better on the how. 
Uh, and we've sort and we've covered the who. You are somebody who is doing this because you recognize it's an infinite game. It's never going to be perfect, and you're just going to get one percent better. And the result that you are looking for is for uh, you'd have a conforming and passing uh, HACCP plan that you know like meets the meets its legal and regulatory you know it's like regulatory and audit criteria, and helps you sleep at night. <laughs> Right, sleeping at night, good, uh, and and that is one of the best reasons <laughs> for you to work on getting one percent better. So the thing is, is that I want you to remember that your HACCP is a living document. All right, it is specific, it is concrete, and we are looking at how accurate and how implemented and how useful it is. So, and so from that space that we are going to do this uh, the very best we can as we go through it, that's all you can do. As I am fond of telling my, my students, even Leo Tolstoy, author of War and Peace, died a little bit every time he wrote because it wasn't perfect, all right? Uh, folks, we are not writing War and Peace, <laughs> and we're not, and we don't have to, okay? What, it has to be accurate, it has to be implementable, it has to be validated, and all of that is a journey and a process, okay? So what does that journey and process then look like? Well, from a 12 steps concept, it looks like starting with your team. Are the right people on your team? Could you take five minutes today and evaluate your food safety team? Maybe you could look and make sure that their training folder is all up to date and that they have all the training that they need. Uh, and if they don't, let's get them the training that they need. Uh, and make sure that they're, um, that the notes of your meetings are accurately reflecting their contribution. Okay? That's a real easy 1% improvement on your food safety team. All right, the next one, describe the food in great detail. Often the easiest way to improve this is to go and look at your specification. If you don't have a specification for your food written, well, then your 1% better is getting an accurate and implementable specification. If your specification is written, is it still accurate? Could you make it better? Do you have pictures in your spec that somebody could look at and follow? Is your spec available, easily available, so people know like where they're aiming? Next, the third step is describing your intended customer and how you're gonna consume the food. Are your customers consuming your food in any sorts of novel ways? So they may be, um, this is worth finding out. Go out onto the internet. I'm giving you permission to go onto Instagram and look for pictures of your food, okay? Ask your customers, yeah, ask your customers what, does it look like um, when you eat my food? How do you, I mean, this is a great Instagram post, folks. Uh, what does it look like when, when, um, when they're eating your food? What can you observe about how they're eating, eating uh, your food? 
All right, step four of HACCP, and it's kind of combined in step five because you've got to validate it, but really the best thing to do for a 1% improvement is revalidate this and make sure it's accurate. <laughs> okay, if you have already done that and re-signed off on your process flow diagram, then what you can do is you can like start breaking down each step and make sure that we have done what's called paint done in each step. That's a concept from Brene Brown's book, Dare to Lead. And is what happens at each step super clear? That, I mean, like right there, if you have any length of process flow diagram, you've got a month's worth of work in 1% better every day on your HACCP plan in that, in making sure that, I don't know, you're receiving in storage steps, are accurate, that the SOPs are good, that there are the right checklists, that all of that stuff exists, okay? It's a great place to do that. Next, after you've, so we combine step four and five, which is verifying, the um, writing and verifying the process flow diagram. And then next, conducting a hazard analysis. That's step six. One of the easiest and best ways to look at conducting that hazard analysis is to, go and relook up, like go Google your food and food safety hazards, or go look up recalls and the hazards you've identified, right? We are always having recalls for salmonella, for foreign materials, for keep yourself, go spend some time um, keeping yourself abreast of what's going on out there in the food safety universe. Who's getting recalled? What's happening? What is the FDA or the USDA concentrating on right now that you might need to know about so that your hazard analysis is accurate? Step seven is determine your critical control points. Now, by now you probably know whether or not your critical control points are correct. But are they written in such a way that they're followable? Could you take a look at your CCP documentation? So this is really interesting. So I um, am teaching auditing for Johns Hopkins this semester. So for those of you who didn't know, I got an appointment at Johns Hopkins as a senior lecturer, and it is super fun. And I am teaching next week, like we do asynchronous classes, much like Food Safety University, right? And I was teaching my own HACCPs and I did the, I don't know if it was raw ground or raw not ground, but I did one of my meat and poultry HACCPs because I wanted them to have a example of it. And I went through my own HACCP plan, like line by line by line by line. And I saw definite places for improvement of those HACCP plans. And it would be super easy uh, for me to go in and do that, and I will indeed go in and do that and update it on, on, the, uh, on the FSU program website. But reading through and trying to teach your own HACCP plan to somebody, illuminating exercise. It will probably take 40, 45 minutes for you to do it. Uh, but that's a pretty illuminating exercise. Uh, and teaching your hazard analysis, like record yourself and pretend you're teaching your hazard analysis to somebody and you will find out exactly what you do not know about your hazard analysis. And then just make a list of that and every day go fix something on that. That's a great 1% improvement. It's a great 1% improvement on your CCPs as well because you can see where you didn't, 
translate from your hazard analysis to your CCPs quite the way that you thought. Maybe where uh, you thought you had written something in on a corrective action, but your corrective action while, I don't know, maybe legally conforming to what you have to say is not some robust enough uh, for somebody to actually follow or do a great corrective uh, or do a great corrective action when a CCP goes out of control. So those are great places to look. All right, critical limits. Did you set your critical limits? Um, now we're often, we have to verify our critical limits. We, and by now you probably should have, unless you're brand new, started validating or have finished validation of your critical limits. And then the question, the question becomes, when you're looking at those, how can you improve those critical limits? And you probably can't improve the limits themselves. You can probably improve the paperwork. You can probably improve the process of the verification. So I want you to take a look at that. Okay, and that's kind of combined with your monitoring procedures. Are your monitoring procedures, which is step nine, written in a way that makes sense that somebody could follow if they just picked up the HACCP plan or you have, have you assumed things that they may not know in those procedures so, okay then getting you know so step 10 in a hazard plan is established corrective actions i kind of talked about that up when we were looking at ccps because we documented all on the same page so the truth of the matter is is that when you're looking at your your monitoring your critical limits and and all that good sort of stuff it's if you if you follow our hazard planning process it's all on the same page and you could probably do it all all at the same time uh, and then just break out your task list and do one task a day. That's a really small exercise that you can do to make things uh, a whole lot uh, more clear in your CCP documentation. Then I want you to uh, take a look at step 11, which is verify your products. Okay, we have different, um, we, we've got a couple of different ways that we verify. We do direct observations. We do records review, which is essentially direct observations of, of your records. Uh, we do calibration and calibration checking, um, which is direct observation of your monitoring instruments. And then uh, we do testing, and that's direct observation of the results of, of, of your process. Okay. All four of those things, there are small, easy things that you can do to get better at it. That's a great way to understand whether or not your CCPs are meeting what they actually need to meet. And then finally, step 12 is good record keeping practices. Getting 1% better at record keeping is like the low hanging fruit of continuous process improvement. <laughs> okay, you can always get better at record keeping. Look at your records, are they easy to read? Are you signing them off on time? Are they right, you know, assigned responsibility to the right people? Um, are they, are they doing, you know, like kind of what you need in order to, make your plant run better, right? And that's what we're really going for. We're going for plants that run better. So that is HACCP and 1% better at every single step of your HACCP planning, okay? So 
Break it down into small steps. So go teach somebody how to do it. Make sure you understand it. Set aside some time to do this. It can be just a little tiny bit every day or you can chunk it out over the course of a week. But if you do that, you'll have so much more confidence in your HACCP planning and you, my friend, will sleep way better tonight. That's what we've got for the podcast this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I encourage you to like it, leave a review, share the podcast if you find this useful. And as always, if you're serious, if you're ready and you're resourced to take the next step, um, book a call with me. You can get there at foodsafetyuniversity.com. And let's talk about me helping you along with this journey. You're all amazing. Have a week full of awesome. We'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for listening to the Food Safety University podcast. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, I want you to go to dirigofoodsafety.com and go check out all the things that we have. If you haven't gotten your HACCP download, go get that or book a call with me and let's talk about getting you into Food Safety University. I'll see you on the inside.